Welcome to Next Generation's First Generation, where Patrick Delmore and Sasha Shouties take a look back into their favorite childhood show, Star Trek The Next Generation. This is where we attempt to reconcile how we felt as children watching the show and looking back as old farts now in our late 30s, almost 40s. We're in the middle of the 1988 production break of TNG, so in the meantime, we'll be providing commentary for films released during that time which were near and dear to our hearts. Season 2 episodes will return November 21st, 2018, so until then, please enjoy Shore Leave with us. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shore Leave. I'm Patrick Delmore. We are going to watch my personal favorite movie with another large group of commentators. Yay. We have, as always, your regular co-host, Sasha Shouty. Hello! For the first time on the show, my dad, Tom. Hello! Hello, my dad, Tom! Hello, my dad, Tom! <laughs> hey, my dad, my dad, Tom! And giggling in a corner is Gem Shouties. <laughs> Where are we in this Shore Leave series? I feel like our vacation's about halfway over. Yeah, we're at, we're at number four, so we have three more movies after this. Oh my goodness! So yeah, this is this is right in the middle. We hope you really liked Willow. That one was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I think I'll stay awake for this one. Ah! <laughs> I, think, I think there might have been a, a snore or a snork in, in a Willow, snorkin. but. We've got the DVD release of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the uh, Buena Vista um, series. So, yeah, this is just, it's a great, it's a great movie because it's got a million one-liners in it. Yeah. And I saw this, probably it was a year and a half after it came out. This didn't get released yeah. on VHS until um, 1989, October. And then it was probably the following summer that I watched it. But without further ado, we are on... There's two discs in this collection. There's the kid disc and the adult disc. Oh. The kid disc is in full screen. The adult disc is in um, which, which, widescreen format. We're on the adult disc. We're on the, oh. the, the menu where you're looking at the cab in the theater, looking over his tire at you. And we're going to click play in five, four, three, two, and one. There we go. So this is your favorite movie of all time, or just your it favorite movie It ties with Back to the Future, which is also directed by uh, Robert Zemeckis and also stars Christopher Lloyd. Huh. Here's the old yeah, Touchstone logo. Both at the same time. Because I couldn't release it under the Walt Disney Pictures logo, because that's a little bit racy. I wanted to show this once. I was doing that. Uh, I worked in the Contained Learning Center at my high school. We... There was a rule that, like, you know, don't treat, you know, these guys are your peers. I was a peer coach. And, like, you know, you guys like the same movies. So we watched Edward Scissorhands. That was fine. But I wanted to watch this, and the lady that was running the program was, was like, it's too sexual for these kids. And we can decide together how sexual we think it is. There is some, there's some stuff. No, there's there's a lot of content in this film that would not be appropriate today. So I think, honestly, I think Disney did the right thing by saying, yeah, you can borrow our characters, but uh, just release on your own. And Dad, you said you watched when you watched this earlier in the week. You thought this was an extra on the DVD, right. this cartoon. Yeah, I didn't think it was the movie. 
So we knew where Pat was when this came out. Sasha, where were you? I was at home during the summertime watching this on TBS. Oh, also oh, okay. quite a while after it was released. Yeah, so I don't know how I found it, but I was really good at finding these network. Uh, no, sorry, these cable television uh, channels that would show the same movie in, in just succession. Like, every week they'd show the movie like four or five times. And uh, the Roger Rabbit was one of them. Maybe that's where I watched it then. But I remember watching it shortly after it came out, because I was right around six. This was in 88, right? Yep. I'm only a few months younger than Pat. And uh, I remember it being on the TV in Germany when I was there, but I didn't know if it was... I don't remember if it was on VHS or if it was on TV. I feel like it was on TV. Not that, not that I'm an art critic or anything, but the flames actually looked more like uh, color pencil yeah. than, than oils. That smoke there, too, it doesn't look like oils. It, it could be a type of water color too. You know this reminds me of is uh, the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. The same time, same kind of coloring and animation yep. style. So as far as whether or not it was you know too risque for a little kid, is that? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh no. This is kind of funny. Roger is being electrocuted and get the, the yeah. shelf with he should all buy the all heavy these be dead right now. Oh, no, chili hot sauce. Oh jeez. So Jeff, you were saying? Uh, I for some reason I always put Who Framed Roger Rabbit hand in hand with Howard the Duck. I don't know if it came out at around Similar the same times, time. Yeah. But I always thought that they were about the same amount of risque for. Um, for my age, so eh. what that says, I don't know. Well, I definitely knew that this wasn't for kids when yeah. I watched it. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of funny and a little strange to see cartoon characters acting like adults. Well, what I thought's funny is that I mean, The Simpsons were already out by this time, right? Yeah. Almost, yeah, they were on Tracy. They were on Tracy Ullman. Uh, well, no, this is 88, right? Yes, yeah, so they had been on Tracy Ullman. The, yeah, the premiere of Simpsons was January of 88, so yeah, they were around. Because my parents wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons, yet they let me watch this. So, you know, like, if I were a parent, I would be like, I would be okay with, more okay with them watching The Simpsons than this. I don't know. What I love is that this right here is, uh... All animated yeah. on the film, you said? Yep. Isn't that the guy from Jurassic Park? Uh, I was just Wayne Knight. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. no. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the... I'd seen so many 1940s Looney Tunes by this time. Because they were, you know, playing them on Saturday morning, so this world was really easy to slip in into. Now the plot of this movie completely evaded me until I was an adult. Yeah, I just watched this and was like, "This is something that happens. This is something that happens. This is something that happens." And I mentioned it in the Land Before Time. I would sit and do ninety-minute 
audio tapes of movies that I really like where I just say all the dialogue. And I didn't, you know, know story in this. So it was just like all of the lines that I really liked. I wish I could find one. Because I vividly remember making Who Framed Roger Rabbit tapes over and over and over again. This guy is getting an early start to his day. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Bob Hoskins. Just brilliant. This guy, Mr. Maroon, you know who he reminds me of now as a caricature of that famous movie producer that was brought down by all the sex scandals. What was his Weinstein. name? Yeah, Weinstein. Oh. Like, when I hear people talk about Weinstein, I see this guy. <laughs> so I didn't notice the first time I saw this, they did put the date that this yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, it was 47. 47. He's a poon. You can drop anything you want on his head and shake it off. Break his heart. And all the adults are really mean in this movie. Yeah. I don't have time for this. Look, Valiant, his wife's poison, but he thinks she's Betty Crocker. His voice sounds really familiar to you. I can't figure out who this guy is. Why do they want him so badly to do the job? Because he used to be the tune guy. I see his office later on. He has all those things about tunes that he helped out. Okay. Oh, yeah. He has a reputation yeah. of. <laughs> That's racist. Mm. Yeah. I want that booze. Yeah. Even though he's got a half a quart still in his yeah. coat pocket. Well, that's going to last him to the bus stop. <laughs> why not, in that case, why not refill your bo- your bottle instead of drinking it? <laughs> oh, there you yes. go. <laughs> Shipping your actors in a box on the set. (laughs) That seems kind of messed up. What really amazed me is that they didn't even question the fact that there's tunes and humans living together and that's not a real thing in the real world. It just is. Well, it's accepted. They don't... I don't even think they go into the origins of Tunes Well, they had cartoons back then that showed the cartoons talking to their creators like there's the one that's where right. Porky quits yeah that's a line I remember they work for they work for peanuts literally throws a peanut as a a hundred dollars to take some photos that's yeah is that a lot of money back then 47 yeah it must be quite the good photos <laughs> Ostrich from Fantasia. <laughs> Stuck up on it. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny, when I first watched this, I thought, this guy's really fat. And now I'm pushing about the same <laughs> body the, weight. <laughs> the brooms from Fantasia. Huh. Don't know this story. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. 
could be the could be the Dumbo store as another Fantasia character. Really polite hippo. I'm really glad that he's looking around checking all this out, but if he's the tune guy, he should <laughs> cattle call. Uh, <laughs> if he's the tune guy, he shouldn't be amazed by any of this. Right. He should be like, yeah, whatever. Devils walking around over the ground. Oh, hey, there's the bugs in the background. And here's yeah, here's the there's rare bear. Here's the, the crux of this that I did not pick up on, is that this is all about how the red car was destroyed in San Francisco. Oh. Or in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is where this is, not San Francisco. But yeah, this was this fantastic trolley system. Chetty says, you know, yeah, what do I need a car for? So if, you know, we've got the greatest um, transportation system in the world. But Cloverleaf is buying everything up. Well, what's funny, it's not the freeways that killed public transit. Uh, Chrysler and a number of uh, General Motors and a number of other uh, manufacturers were giving away buses to municipalities. They're selling them uh, below cost. And they said, we'll sell you these buses, but you have to rip out all your rails. Or disable your public transport system in that way. Because they knew once you started buying buses, you're always going to have buses. You're always gonna... It's almost like the drug dealer giving you the first buy free. And then you were hooked. I love the score to this, too. Alan Sylvester. The terminal station bar. The design on this is great. It's, up, it's upstairs. The you know lights flicker when the train goes by. It's just the look of this whole thing. It's a comic book. Yeah. Watch with Earl. Oh, poor Earl. Laid off. A new outfit bought the red car. I didn't realize that they had a guy who can't talk. That's so cool. They bought the red car. Yeah. Put the poor guy on two weeks' notice. Cut back to said. Oh well. This was, you know, this was supposed to be the great economic recovery going on here. These are the down and out folks. Tomorrow's Friday, Eddie. You know what happens here on Friday? <laughs> Free pie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, so, for full disclosure, I haven't seen this in like 15 years. Yeah. She's stealing from the cash register to cover her boyfriend's debts. Yep. That ain't love at all. I love how there's just this cowboy sitting next to him. Right. See, I've only ever watched this movie that one time. So. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's oh, going to be really weird watching it as an adult. And I love how she just happens to have a camera in there with film in it that's the not developed. Very it's from nice there, camera. from there, like trip to yeah. Catalina. Seems like a bad place to put a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like they got the routine down. Maroon cartoons. Maroon cartoons. 
is your client, Mr. Detective from his cars? Chilly Willy? Or Screwy Swell? What do you want to drink? I'll take a beer out. It's so another very distinct voice. It's a really sweaty guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you just can't see him getting his hard boiled egg open. I don't work for Jones. This is something I said. So what's his problem? Oh, uh, you're a bully? Yeah. <laughs> That's what the problem is. Who killed his brother? What? Everybody turns around. The cowboy uh, looks almost like a Terry Dean stamp. Yeah. <laughs> well, toons aren't known for murdering people. Right. Toons are kind of like, I hate to say it, like dogs. They want to make you happy. They want to be your friend. They so wanna... that should set your alarms off. That's the case. Yeah. Waltz. Waltz. me love it. Ah. I don't understand why this is a speakeasy. It's not like Prohibition. It's humans only. Yeah. You'd think they'd have a nice front door. Wiser. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Disney. Oh, I don't think. Yeah. I slipped him off, too. I never noticed that. I don't think before. Disney could get behind this today. No. And here. Well, my, Disney owns everything now, so which iteration of Disney? Just explode. This is the, I mean, can you think of anything more incredible to show a kid than Daffy Duck and Donald Duck and dueling pianos? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hungarian Rhapsody. <laughs> Both the original voices. Jim Clarence Nash and uh, Mel Blanc. It's amazing that they pulled this off. That's a cool bartender. Yep. <laughs> oh, all the hands are fighting over the dollar bill. <laughs> so what's the story between Donald and Daffy? Was one modeled after the other? I can't believe they No, they're, they were totally independent of each other. Is, is but they're... One Warner Brothers? Yeah, Daffy's the Warner Brothers character. He was, like, crazy, and Donald Duck's deal was that he got angry all the time. And that's just Marvin Acme's wow. here. The... Don't think it's funny when I stick that pen up your nose. <laughs> Calm down, son, will you? Look, the stain's gone. It's disappearing ink. No hard feelings, I hope. <laughs> Love yes. how that's disappearing ink works. Marvin Acme, the guy that owns Two Town, the gag king. If it's Acme, it's a gas. <laughs> he owns the town, <laughs> wow. <laughs> the hand was a... Still our biggest seller. He kind of reminds me of the guy who uh, came up with the concept of sea monkeys. Oh. I mean ice. I mean ice. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was kind of weird how Donald and Daffy were both really angry ducks. It just seemed too much like a coincidence. Not initially. Daffy became a jerk character much later than this. Okay, Back so when this came out, Daffy's thing was he was just nuts. I shared on our uh, Facebook page uh, a Daffy Duck cartoon from 1938 where he's singing a version of Merry Go Round Broke Down. It's just completely off the chain. 
That was a really expensive skit, too. It looked like there's little kids in there, too. What? No. I feel like there's a little kid in a sailor suit. Oh, they never get the finish the act! It's that Mary Poppins. Uh, there's a rock in there! <laughs> And this no, is Betty Boop's refuse, real voice, too. I refuse yeah. to believe that she's working tables after her career. <laughs> and then they bring on the other hot chick. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Acme's trying to spruce himself up. <laughs> I didn't get it why men just acted like animals. This is a good song, though. Here's another example of major actors voicing cartoon characters. This is Kathleen Turner as right. Jessica Really? Crowley. Yep. I didn't I like, that. I like the texture of the paint on the dress. That was so expensive to do, because they had to actually animate every single sparkle like oh that. Oh my gosh. It took, that took oh them longer gosh. than the rest of the movie combined to do her dress in this part. Wow. I mean, that's not CGI right there. No. Nope. That's, that's work. Yeah. She's wearing the Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She closes his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the whole running gag, is that Roger makes her laugh. Yeah. And that that's really nice. So, so imagine me, like, at eight, sitting in front of a microphone, doing an impersonation of this whole song. <laughs> I'd like to hear this in German. <laughs> George Costanza fantasy. Bald head rubbed. <laughs> and the light on the. Wow, that's really well done. That's cool, yeah. So when you were kids, you were just like, meh. Or were you well, like, wow, seen, that's I've seen like Red Hot Riding Hood, you know, where the girls. wolf goes to the club and watches the girl dance and. a siren song here. Oh yeah. Because he's not even interested in her and he's blown away. Well, Twitter made it. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that they established this scene because she obviously has power over people. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, he hates tunes. And he's like, what the heck just happened? But do you think it's well, about the sex? or it's about guys, the... Well, it's guys that would, you know, go go to Harlem and see um, what's her name um, Billie Holiday perform or we get really excited I mean she had to have you know an entourage of guys around to keep people from jumping her I forgot about this so so his job is to take naughty pictures yes to catch them in the act 
What do you think you're doing, chump? You call him a chump, chimp. Out she go. This is really well done. Some clean trash right there. <laughs> And then instead, you know, instead of actual sex, they're just they're playing patty cake. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. Which which great. is great, you know, it's great for a kid because you know you don't know what it means. They're right. playing patty cake. They're just, they're just it's patty cake. But do they change that for the like? What's different about the adult version? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, the the reason this is the adult version on the DVD is because it's widescreen and not full screen. Uh. And the and some of the um, special features are not necessarily kid friendly. Oh. He sa- says it in such a dirty yeah. way, though. <laughs> 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 oh. To be fair, I don't think I got that when I was a kid. No, no, that's the whole thing. Is it plays? It plays on two very different levels. I wonder if this is one of the first animated movies that made strong adult references. Could be. And played to kids at the same time. See ya. That's great. those who are not watching, he's he's going through the pictures so fast it's an animation of them playing Daddy Cake. <laughs> Cartoon Inception, maybe? Hard to believe. Marvin Ackman's been my friend and neighbor for 30 years. Who would have thought he was a sugar daddy? Somebody must have made it So the whole reason why Mr. Maroon is doing this is to get Roger's head back in the acting game. Yeah. Because Roger keeps blowing his lines. Oh, oh, oh what? Uh, did he just drink alcohol? Yes. Nobody's seen this before. <laughs> you know, what happens when dudes get drunk, place. I guess. Yeah. Right? They're 20 feet high. I think my work here is finished. How about that carriage for me, huh? The deal's a deal. Roger. I know all this seems pretty painful. Jeez, Roger is not doing good there. Well, his lady played patty cake with somebody else. You'd be pretty destroyed, too. I don't think I'd be... Acting that way. Huh. <laughs> a lot of spit. Jumps out and leaves a hole the size yeah. of the shape of his body. It's a nice hole. Yeah. Roger shaped. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it keeps going. There we go. 
Yeah, in the glass too. Yeah, cartoon physics is really fun. Yeah. It's fun that they play with that in real life. They try to bring it to real life. <laughs> yeah. Aw. They... They even animated the lighting onto him. That's really well done. Valiant and what? Valiant, and Valiant yeah. Because remember his brother was killed by a team. Right. Again, the score takes over. Great saxophone. And there's Patrick Stewart sitting yeah. at the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I just happened to have this in my closet for the Patrick holiday. Patrick Stewart ever did anything together. That'd be funny if they borrowed the same set. So, did he make <coughs> more copies for himself? Because I thought he just delivered those photos. You remember he had the Catalina pictures right. on there. <coughs> the gal at the bar held on to it from I don't think the actor playing his brother is anybody famous. No. Oh yeah, his brother was the one taking the pictures. Yeah. This must have been a fairly recent death. Yeah. So watching this as a kid, I thought that maybe it had happened decades ago. Because look, you got the old timey pipe, the desk is covered in dust and spider webs. Mm. Well, we can see the Valley date on that newspaper. Nephew kidnapping. Ducklings Huey Dewey and <laughs> Goofy cleared of spy charges. Nice. No Goofy. Twenty-five. New no, clowns on the beat. Or are they police officers? About the originally, yeah. Yeah. 1906. Oh, his dad was in uh, a circus. Two flat butts and a floozy. And it's all about, you know, booze even back then. They've got drinks in their hand and all the pictures. Yeah. There's his buddy from the force. Where'd you come from? Gee whiz, Eddie, if you needed money so bad, why didn't you come to me? So I took a couple of dirty bitches, so guilty. I already got a stiff on my hands, thank you. Marvin Acme. The rabbit cacked him last night. That's right. I love how in the PI world, uh, the police are either really, the police are never really friendly with private investigators. They're almost like, they almost treat them like criminals themselves. Now that's not Mel Blanc, because he couldn't do the voices where he had to yell anymore. Come on, Eddie, let's get this over with. I remember when those cartoons were still on. Yeah. Now, if we did a modern day equivalent of this film, what kind of characters would we see? 
all, all of the old Nickelodeon characters. Doug. Uh, yeah, Doug. Yeah. The, Sim- the Simpsons, of course. Darkwing Duck. Yeah. A launch pad would do really well. Yeah. You keep on crashing things. See, I'm wondering if you would go. Well, I guess if it was Disney, but I was going like Cartoon Network. Um, yeah, them too. The Dexters. The... Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. 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 Hank Hill. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see Samurai Jack. Yeah. I love that. Oh, it's a portal. Acne Black. Yeah, before Portal. Yeah. Look at that. That's cool. I really it about Spielberg I, having guys that look like Teddy Roosevelt in this movie? Because <laughs> it looks like yeah. the same guy that goes in and tells Indy needs to follow the Nazi expedition to find the Grail. It's a it's a mustache. Yeah, I hate it. Tune dropped a safe on Marvin's head. Huh, instead of fingerprints, yeah. it's paint. <laughs> That's an awfully dry gurney for someone who had their head crushed. So this is just these shoes show up here because it's just a it's just an old prop warehouse. Joy Buzzard falls off of Acne's hand. Oh, this is where we first learn about uh, the dip. Yes, the dip. Yeah, right here. And this is this is just so brilliant. I had no idea. I saw probably Back to the Future in this, like right on top of the other. I had no idea this was Doc Brown. <laughs> they made a. Um, it's funny because they actually made a video game where um, Judge Doom, not with the twist at the end of this movie where he's really a cartoon character, where he was um, Doc Brown's father. Hmm. His father was Judge Brown. <laughs> it looked just right. like that. Christopher Lloyd is another one of those actors who always looked old. Yeah. No matter when you caught him in his career. Mm-hmm. He looks real old now. I think he's got a little bit of nose putty on. He's got this uh, this little hook in his nose. Yeah. From the smell of him, I'd say it was a boots Now these weasels are from um, the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yes, I So, when were you born, Mr. Tom? Nineteen fifty-five. Fifty-five. So this would have been uh, seven, five, six, seven, eight years after you. Uh, before. Before you were born. Uh, are you recognizing any characters or that they would have missed? No, I'm not. Really, I'm not. And, and, you know, remember, I'm the youngest of 11, and we only had one TV in our house, so watching kids' stuff you didn't get very often. Yeah, the, the availability. <laughs> Pretty limited. Since I've had Toontown under my jurisdiction, my goal has been to reign in the... Oh, here's what I don't understand. He's going to execute a perfectly... Lawful citizen of Toontown here. It's not though. He was living in a box. It's a prop. But it's got eyes and a mouth that squeaks. My dog would love to be friends with that. Toy. <laughs> <laughs> How did that goggle get to be a 
spread a bunch of Somalians around Toontown a couple of years back. Bought the election. Somalians? Yeah. yeah. From the yeah, Sims. Before yeah. the Sims, yeah. yeah. We thought there wasn't a way to kill a tomb. Oh, Doom found a way. I think he just said killing a tomb. Yeah. He calls it the dip. I'll catch the rabbit, Mr. Valiant. Then I'll try him. So if he put Pepe Le Pew in there, would it be a French dip? <laughs> um, this is just hard to watch. Yeah, I know. This is terrifying as a kid. Yeah, it traumatized me as a kid. It killed him. And then they're going to do a telltale thing here. Yeah. Hear that giggling? Wow. This is how he handled down in town. I think you of all people would appreciate that. This is terrifying. <laughs> okay then. Got the Playboy pan there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 wait a minute, hey, hey! Nothing can hurt a tune. But it's, a, it's a new, it's a nuisance. <laughs> I could see one of my friends doing that if they lost a cigar. Yeah. So what's his story? Why is he? He's just an he's just an old actor. Huh. Oh, so he's not really a baby. No. Okay. He's been a, a baby that's been around for 50 years. Oh, okay. But for some reason, he's in color, and Betty Boop is not. Yeah. Go figure. Oh, and there's the first lead of the case right there. They find the last will and testament. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting he was wearing it in his pocket at the time. He won't use his brother's real Yeah. Brothers. I was just going to say, it's right on the desk across from him. This very much uh, music from uh, Back to the Future. Yes. Same, same guy? Yeah, same guy, Alan Silvestri. Yeah, would it? Now, who directed this? Robert Zemeckis, who also directed Back to the Future. Okay. Directed Kathleen Turner earlier in Romancing the Stone. It's the first, oh, bit, that was a first good. bit I had when I moved out of my house. Huh. Murphy Bend. But did it have file cabinets? It did, on not. It? <laughs> it did not have Roger Rabbit in it either. So yeah. <laughs> I love this scene. 
Could have done this, but uh, Bob Hoskins. I can't. No, I can't think of a single other person that would have been able to do to do this role correctly. Well, for an odd couple, you need a, you need a lovable angry man. Yeah. by the choreography of it all. The practical effects versus the animation. It's, I don't really notice the errors too much. No. They're, they're there. It's the same as when you're a little kid and you watch The Wizard of Oz. You believe everything they're showing. Oh. I don't know if I want to give it away or not. <laughs> well, I think everybody has seen <laughs> this yeah. movie that's watching this. One thing they never answer is where did Roger get that paper? Well, Jessica pulled it out of his pocket while they were patty caking or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he, he sent her home in his... Uh, Coach, although no, he didn't because he's wearing his coat when he's on the uh, gurney. What if Roger really did do it? Because the movie wasn't about who framed him at all. Oh, look at that! He left his hand left streaks in the dust on the chair. That is great. Yeah. Guilt trip to the bathroom. That's the closet. <laughs> oh, the closet. Great. So this is post-war, right? Yeah. Yeah. Forty-seven. The war have, had would have just ended, right? Yes. Forty-five. Any value? You're under arrest. Oh man. I got no keys for these cuffs. Huh? This guy is freaking out. But I mean, he's got to get led around by an invisible character. I mean, we watched the special feature right before this. It's literally, he's got a, a rubber dummy at, at the end of another pair of handcuffs. But he's still got to make you believe that that dummy's holding him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I always liked animated shadows. Yeah. Oh That's cool. Told us we stuff. They just want the rabbit. <laughs> wow. Search and seizure. With a Tommy gun. I remember watching a Mythbusters where they set up a machine gun to cut a hole in the floor. Oh, nifty. And it, it took him a really long time to do it, and even then, it still wouldn't break. Oh. I like that they've got real guns, too. They have cartoon guns. Yeah. The splashing of the water just blows me away. Subtitles did not match. We actually said he didn't say leave no stone unturned. He said leave no stone unturned. You keep talking like that, and I'm gonna have to wash your mouth off. That's pretty brave to do that with someone who's pointing a gun at you. Well, it's probably you know the metaphor here is you know the racial divide. So, yeah, you think? You're, yeah, you're you're oh. in tune. You kill a human. You're fucked. Sorry, kid. But a human can treat a tune yeah. however they yeah. want. One of these days you're gonna die there. Foreshadow? <laughs> oh, yeah, they give away the entire plot in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> splash, splash. stuff. Uh, Long Good Friday, a couple years before this. Great joke coming up here. Lovely just screams at his woman at the job site. Frequently in the 40s. Getting two stuck together. Hand, two guys handcuffed together. Oh, I love this where he knocks over the glasses or the, yeah. the beer. Patsy of L. He gets to, he could still walk away. Hold still, will ya? Yeah, thanks. Do you mean to tell me that 
you could have taken your hand out of that cup at any time. No, not at any time. Only when it was funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, she just casually takes the hammer yeah. out of Roger's hands. They were still looking for it after they killed him. Anything I can do? You need to go downtown and check the probate. Yeah, check the probate. Why, my Uncle Thumper had a problem with the probate. <laughs> <laughs> and drink lots of water. Prostate <laughs> <laughs> So you think of him as being a nephew of Thumper, too. Yeah. Thumper. I mean, they, they, Thumper has a giant prostate. Can he stay here for a couple of days? Not going to do anything crazy, is he? Man, this guy is after my own heart. I can see myself doing something like that with a file. Yeah. Oh, that's good animation, right? Look at that. Shadow. Yeah. Oh. I should wear a tie with no shirt. That, <laughs> that just seems and so natural. Yeah, this guy just does not care. It's like, yeah, that's what I look like with that shirt on. Look at that. Look at that gorilla back there. It's great. I was going to say, be significantly less hairy, though. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. I'm just wrong that way. Yeah, that's a good line. Well, but you also walk the walk. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Rabbit would make a good librarian. <laughs> what? <laughs> put on put on some put on some glasses. Get a nice shirt with a brooch on it. Okay. I mean, pull the hot librarian thing. Yeah, we saw what happened. She did not pose for the pictures. Many double on you will pick up as a kid. Offer stands firm. Yep. You want to tell me what she was doing with her arms around you? Probably looking for a good place to stick a knife. <laughs> Come on, I caught you with your pants down. Yeah, but Dolores. It's so good. We want to watch it and not talk about it. I know, right? <laughs> there's just there's just so much. Hands on the rabbit. That's not all she's trying to get her hands on. She's right there. Listen, Who's driving that car? I want you to go out. I want you to buy yourself a new swimsuit. Uh, here, you, you can buy you. this away, right? <laughs> I didn't even realize that they were together. No, not, yeah. That's what I came to tell you. 
I stopped by probate. Maroon's not after Toontown like you thought. It's Cloverleaf that wants to get their hands on Toontown. They put in the highest. So this plot makes me think about why. It's it's a it's a story about modernization, really. Yeah. It's like old culture and, and new development, and how we're coping with the change. And but what I don't understand is, what do the tunes have to do with all this? What's the metaphor? Is there a metaphor? They're in the way. They're in the way, so they're a marginalized subgroup. Yeah. They're good for you know being entertaining. So is this a commentary on on marginalized cultures that are trying to acclimate? But you know, who who loses when we when we update? Huh. Okay. This is the merry round. Yeah, merry round. go round broke down. <laughs> this is great. And he just stops. <laughs> he breaks all of the plates anyway. You know, you guys were bringing it up, but I'm really appreciating the play between the real things and the tune things, where you know, the tunes carry real guns, or a real bucket is able to go on his head. Or even, even that soapbox. Yeah. There's the message of the story there. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is the Spielberg part of it. I mean, even how it's lit and, you know, up they pull in close on him. But Spielberg had nothing to do with this. Yes, he did. He's the did? executive producer. Oh, he was? Okay. Yeah. Uh, right after... Uh, the uh, touchstone logo it's the emblem logo so how does that work if he's the producer and he says I'm looking for these couple of specific scenes and I want them set up and then the director has to kind of implement them well they knew what kind of things Spielberg you know what kind of things Spielberg had in his movies at the time now I've always thought of Spielberg as a much better producer than as a director I have much more love for you know this Back to the Future um, yeah, I'm naming a third big movie, Poltergeist, which I guess he did right, but stuff like that has always won me over to a bigger degree than the things that he chose to direct. Oh, American Tale. Yes. Too, which, you know, you can see a lot of influence from that. And Land Before Time, which we already did a commentary on. I hate this right here. Can't stand it. I'm actually going to plug my ears right now. Oh, the chalkboard. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I might have to bleep this out when I edit it. Oh my gosh. Oh. $500. Angelo, don't do it. Hey. He's going to turn him in. Rat. Where is he? You know what would have been a really fun crossover is this with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yep. This cowboy hasn't changed at all. Say hello. Now, do you get that joke? Harvey the Rabbit. Harvey the Rabbit? Yeah. It's an old movie from about the same time. 
I think it might have been a play before it was a movie as well. They did such a good job as establishing him as a bad person. July 27th, 1885. <laughs> We're living in a world where Biff Tannen has shot your father. <laughs> Tunes that are not allowed to laugh. You forgot what happened last time? Tunes aren't allowed to laugh? Yeah. Not these ones. Oh, well, I was going to say, because Roger Rabbit laughs all the time. The great thing is we get to see what happens when they laugh too much. that in more than one movie. Now, if that were the case, the sergeant and his men would be going nuts, too, because yeah. they would want to finish Well, this. they can just say two bits. Ah. It's kind of like not laughing at a wedding or a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's... Oh. Not much left to this guy. Watch that Smith Cannon's cane right there. <laughs> oh. Hey, guys, what do we do with a wildflower? We'll see to him later. Right now, I feel like dispensing some just. Bring me some dip. <laughs> And dip is actually what they use to clean animation cells. I had to look up how old Christopher Lloyd was. 79. Yeah. Going to be 80 soon. So I don't understand because the judge asks Roger, do you have any last words? He goes, well, yeah, and yeah. he squeezes his throat. And now they want to do this trick. How about it, Psychology. I remember trying this on a friend once, and they just thought I was dumb. It works on little little kids. Good acting by Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Excellent. Well, because it's showing, yeah, it's showing that he's a tune as well, because he's he's freaking out the same way Roger is almost. So now, if he accidentally got one of these characters in the dip, would he be guilty of murder? 
I don't know. <laughs> you say they did something. Gotcha, kid. Liquid steps back. The, the, the wise noodle and the smart pudding is what he said. This one of my favorite scenes in the movie here, this chase scene. Yes. They, they find uh, the taxi. <laughs> now, watching this, I found this offensive. The, the taxi cab, when I was a kid, I didn't like him. How come? Uh, just, I thought he... I thought he was rough uh, and raw. I mean, there's, I don't know. Shit. There's a really good joke coming up where he goes, uh, Hey, Roger, what do you call the middle of the song? And then, Opry! Oh, <laughs> then there. That's coming up. And this is, this right here with going around, zipping around all the cars, this is right from the Porky Pig cartoon where he interacts with the real world. Basically, really? Daffy tells him to quit his job, and Porky Pig's got an itty bitty little car and drives to his boss's office, and you see, like, it weaving in and out of stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. The music, I don't know if you can hear it on the recording, but it's still pretty good. And he scored his, mo his biggest movie that he did most recently was uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. So honestly, you know, Mr. Valiant here has put himself in a tough spot because... Now he Not only is he aiding and abetting, he assaulted officers and a judge. I mean, he's uh, just as, almost as guilty as Roger now. Did they bleep out shit right there? I don't think so. <laughs> oh. It would have been like a convenient transition. Because it just sounded like they cut it off really abruptly. That's a beautiful bridge. Well known in LA. I got just the place. And incidentally, if you should ever need a ride, just out your phone. Hey, Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, this cartoon I don't think came out in forty seven. I think it came out a lot earlier. But I love imagining that this is what it would be was like when they would show a Disney cartoon. There's like a million kids just laughing nonstop. Yeah. Now you and I, Dad, we were talking about these goofy cartoons. How much you didn't like? Yeah, them. I just <laughs> goofy was just boy. If Pluto got it bad, what a what a goofy. Yeah. Go. yeah. Well, the problem was that the original Goofy voice was this clown that did a bunch of other stuff. I don't know his name. So. When they got to to this point in the history of Goofy, you'll, you'll notice he didn't talk in these. He would make that falling noise. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was the only thing he would do. Not the gorge. You'd have the no, even even that. It would just be the narrator. It's like, and here he is, Joe Goofy, exercise oh. enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
investigate and robbery the first national huh. bank making those days oh he's telling the yeah. story yeah. okay a lot of laughs anyway oh he's got some pictures no more booze <laughs> got away with a zillion simoleons <laughs> that's a lot of simoleons a zillion Yoxter Street. What's a Yoxter? I don't know. It's a great name for a tune. Okay. Yeah. The drop on Street. Literally. Dropped the piano on us from 15 stories. Broke my arm. Teddy never made it. I never did find out who that guy was. All I remember was him standing over me laughing. They can play the laugh again. They had the same laugh uh, earlier. But didn't the judge say that that knock-knock joke would always bring a tune out? Yeah. But the judge is a tune. Yes. Yeah. Why didn't he... Because he wasn't hiding. Well, he is. The other He's guy. hiding yeah. behind a mask. That's, that's a point, yeah. Maybe if... Um, Eddie had done it, it would have gotten the, the judge to reveal himself. Yeah. Or the, or, no, or the, the, uh, the weasels. Yeah. Would have gone nuts. All the times they yank your ears. All the times they're right. All the times they yank your ears. I feel better. Oh, boy. I hope it's another cartoon. Deeper than that. So that's something interesting about just hanging out in a movie theater all day long. That's funny because, you know, before that, you see there's a, a ton of kids just going nuts at the goofy cartoon. Yeah. It was, yeah. Well, they're on the balcony. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about the trouble in the bar. That's cool, the dress that she's wearing there. Yeah, and the feathered hat. Dolores? Dolores Umbridge. That's her beginning right there. You want to find yourself. Not me, though. How funny would it be if Indiana Jones and his female companion were these two? Like, have the real-world Indiana Jones. Yeah, Harrison Ford could almost have done this, except he wasn't He wasn't quite this gravelly in 1988. Yeah. Well, he was... Harrison Ford was... He was a... A gruff, in-shaped guy. Like, yeah. he, he almost seemed a little too chiseled for for the character he was playing. It's not so bad. Well, to get used to it. There it is. Oh, there's the clue. I want to say that guy wasn't Dick Tracy as well. So what's the connection? So maroon, maroon and cloverleaf are in business. Hands and glove, yeah. So is maroon getting Toontown? Yeah. That was his original theory, and they said it was not all wrong. Because they didn't realize that maroon had anything to do with cloverleaf. So he's he's doing he's pulling a double bluff. He's bidding for Maroon's bidding for Toontown and Cloverleaf is bidding for Toontown, but Cloverleaf is also Maroon. Uh, what? 
This is where we start asking what's Jessica all about. So why was she there in the first place? There are a lot of unanswered questions. I want to know where Roger got the will in the first place. Pistol packing possum. I would have loved to see a Mighty Mouse poster on the wall. Yeah. That would have looked good. Uh, was that Terry? Yeah. A frying pan in her purse. Oh, yeah. I, I love those infinity pockets that cartoon right. characters oh, yeah. have. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. This is supposed to be a joke. No, this is. <laughs> he immediately opens his mouth wide so he can spray the seltzer in there. What are you going to do to me, Matthew? I'm going to listen. No. Looking back, I don't understand why he is so upset with Maroon. Like, to to go towards this level of violence doesn't make any sense. Well, is he not the extension of the cartoon company that killed his brother? He, it was a tune that killed him. This guy's making movies for tunes. So maybe he just feels like he's just sold himself out totally to the tunes. Okay. Oh! I forgot about this part. Picture of him and Roger and Felix the cat. Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. So someone just now they're the movie's framing it to that Jessica Jessica is behind all of this, right? And she still could be. No, but what Maroon told him is essentially that. He was trying. He was trying to set up Acme so that he get the the will from it. Well, it's like a cla- It's like a, your classic noir story. It's very hard to explain the ins and outs of the whole plot. Is that the same tunnel in uh, Back to the Future? Yes. Hey, and it's oh, also the set of La La Land. Yeah. This tunnel also happens to have a Felix the Cat over the top of it. Does it? Yep. Yeah, you see it in a second. Was this the same no tunnel way. at the end of uh, Shape of Water? Could be. Almost looks like it. I didn't see that one. <laughs> so he's going into two towns. So <laughs> Do you he... like Shape of Water? Oh, I love that. Uh... Here we go. Oh, what did it say yeah. in the inscription there? Did you see it? It was from Yosemite Thanks Sam. For... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these forty nine er bullets. 
Well, that's how you know that they're that they're Sam's. Feeling frisky tonight, fellas. And so, where there was a tune using a real gun, there's a real person using a tune gun. That's kind of what's cool. Is something sometimes you could tell it's a you can see the prop, or it's not animated. Oh yeah. It's just a big, big plastic gun. Well, a gun probably would work more efficiently in Toontown. Yes. Than it would a regular gun. Well, here at this gun, all you have to do is give your bullets a pep talk and they hit their mark. Hmm. Hmm. Dumps out his drink finally. I don't care how racist that is, it's amazing. It <laughs> is amazing. The Indian bullet with the tomahawk. Yeah, it's Felix the cat up there. Oh, yeah, look at that, because it's Toontown. The lighting's really yeah. different. Well, the interior of this is not that tunnel. <laughs> That's another weird. amazing thing to a kid. Yeah. This didn't make any sense. I didn't realize the lyrics to this song for years. I thought they were saying just smile after smile, not uh, smile darn you smile. Yeah. Well, we gotta sing along. <laughs> it would be easier to um, name every single animated character that shows up in here. There was another animated movie back in the 80s. I can't remember what the heck it was. It was along the same lines. There was this guy, and he lived in the desert. Yeah, you're thinking of Cool World. Yeah, Cool World. That's right. It was after this with Gabriel Byrne. It was like 1993, 94. Do you think uh, Cool World took a lot from... This film here? It was one animator wanting to do what another animator did. I so this is yeah. Uh Dopey, right? Droopy. Droopy. So this was all animated by uh, Richard Williams, who wrote a book called The Bible of Animation. And this is his masterpiece because he just he never really finished a big project before this. There's a lot of half-finished stuff. He won an uh, he won an Academy Award for a Christmas Carol animation that he did. And I'm pretty sure he won awards for this, but Ralph Bakshi, who did Fritz, Fritz the Cat, gotcha. saw this and was like, oh, I could do it all by myself, and I don't need a big studio backing it. So Ralph Bakshi made a cool world. Love this. Love this that. is <laughs> just terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's as if... Uh, the For a good time, you. call Alice in Wonderland the best is yet to be. Oh... Did Steven Spielberg also do Space Jam? Okay. I was just thinking about another movie that had tunes and real live people. That's the only one I can think of. That is a waste of time. Yeah. Of all the the real real original voice, though. And then this, you never thought you'd see in a movie. Yeah. Oh. Right? Real. Yeah. That's funny. Hey, you think Mickey would help him out here? 
Fenny does Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think you want it. I do, I do. Give it to me. Gee, I'm better let it have it, bud. The longest fall ever. Right. Well, it's a cartoon fall. Yeah. It's a spare. Well, what kind of spare? Ah, no! At least it was... Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I just realized they painted her with uh, Adam's apple. <laughs> oh man! So he's back on the case. He's looking for uh, Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. I know his shadow's gonna mess with him. I forgot about this. Oh, it's the gun that tied him. Right. That's the gun that killed Arcane Maroon. And Doom pulled the trigger. Doom? I followed him to the studio, but I was too late to stop him. That's right! You'll never stop me! You're dead! You're not dead! Go! <laughs> Which way did he go? <laughs> oh, no. He went that way. Please go. Almost sounds like Tress McNeil or Tress McNeil. Yeah, Tress McNeil. You're right. Yeah, almost. In fact, I'm surprised she's not in this because she was very active at this time. She might have been. She might have been that hyena. Although no, the hyena was not her. The hyena was uh, what's her name, the lady that June Foray, yeah. the voice of Rocky. And during this time, I think Tress was doing a couple of anime Studio Ghibli films. Yeah. Well, those all have separate dubs that were for the VHS release of those that are not the same as the ones on uh, the Disney release DVDs. And I have uh, Totoro with the original dub, which is actually a lot better than Disney dub. And you want to have the Japanese one with, I'm not going to listen to the English one, I want to listen to the Fox dub. So they just explained how Roger found the paper. Yeah. So Acme gave her the will in an envelope for safekeeping. And so I'm guessing back at home, Roger found the envelope with the paper inside. That had to have hurt. Yes. A lot of controversy about that scene because originally she was animated not to have any under, under things on. Really? Yeah. Oh. Especially when driving in a maniacal Yeah. Would you want that sticker in your car, Team Patrol? Nah. I couldn't tell what the building was they pulled in front of, though. If they had a historic sign or something. Oh, those heads are nice and creepy. Mm. 
Well, it looks like a, a warehouse for Mardi Gras. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Yep, that's what you get. Nice Well, if they need the will, they're acting like it doesn't really seem to matter. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that is a nice building. Oh, no, it's a Hollywood Homes. Oh, it's a Hollywoodland sign. Ah. There you go. That's very Spielbergish, the way the light comes through. Yeah. Pointing that gun at his friend. It's kind of strange seeing a car drive a, a car. Yeah. That's like, uh, well, like Pluto being walked by uh, Goofy. Goofy. Yeah. And great kid joke Roger flushes himself down the toilet to get in there. Can you guess what this is? It's Monster Energy Drink. Yeah, just that's fantastic. The screaming, the reaction. Oh my God, it's dim. Now this old Mad Max contraption, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's very buzzed right now. We can see a. Uh, we can see a guy from Naked Gun falling into the van. Oh yeah. Of the rendering plant. Yeah, if Leslie Nielsen had played Eddie Valiant, it would have been a very different movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Walking through eyeballs, no big deal. I think those are supposed to be, what, goofball? Uh, yeah. Golf balls? Just ball bearings. Did you notice... They even gave him more of an animated face. Look at yeah. his teeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are definitely dentures. No, Dad, you were talking about how you thought that sign looked like it said King Lear yeah. behind him. He'll have it more. But look at his teeth. They're, they're a little extra white there. Yeah. That's a terrible idea, freeway. Oh. The keep clear sign? Yeah, when you, when you look at the where the hook is, once it starts to move, you'll see it stay by there. It looks almost like it's saying King Lear. <laughs> King Lear. <huh? laughs> you have to suspend your disbelief on the keep part to King. It's only yeah. two letters. It would be beautiful. Come on. 
nobody's gonna drive this lousy freeway when they can take the red car for a nickel. Oh, I had to drive two hours this week just to get to this recording session, so the freeway idea is paying off. Thanks, Judge Doom. Oh, it's a, uh, it's a cartoon gun now. It looks like it's, what's his name, Mar uh, Maroon's gun. That gold one that he had. Yeah. Probably why they made it gold, so it'd be easy to draw with it. Roger's hand. Well done. <laughs> Oh, that was the beginning of the movie yeah. where his cue was stars. The world's largest remote. Uh, it's not a remote control. It's actually a thing. Uh, it's, yeah, they're pretty much that size, though. Yeah. My first question is, um, so when were you hanging out with Goofy? <laughs> well, to be fair, you know, Jessica could have had any character she wanted. I found uh, this last week a picture of uh, Wimpy from a Tijuana Bible. You know what a Tijuana Bible is? No. So in this time period, they used to um, print um, pornographic cartoons with famous... Uh, cartoon characters like Popeye, Wimpy, your okay. Donald Ducks and stuff. That's unusual. Yeah. Well, it was a big deal back then. They would just go hand them to like kids at schoolyards. But there's Wimpy with this naked woman in a hook. That he's saying, Madam, you are the very acme of femininity. Wow. <laughs> so, I don't understand why he's holding his eye. He fell down. Because his uh, mask popped off. Oh, okay. Huh, that's a Star Wars line. What, with pleasure? Yeah, right before General Mati blows up uh, Alderaan. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a weird skit. Now Roger is his name. Come on, you dope. I'm tired, well, but watch him go insane. Yeah, see, Leslie Nielsen couldn't have done this. No? No. No, he wasn't agile enough, I guess you could say. Well, this isn't necessary. He's got, he's got his coat over his head. That's not Bob Hoskins. That's some guy, but, you know, some stunt guy. So they want to make him laugh. Yeah. This singing ain't my line. It's tough to make a rhyme. If I get stuck, I'm, I'm out of luck. I'm, I'm running out of time. Thanks. See you, keep. So I listened to the uh, original version of Merry Go Round Broke Down today. Yeah. And it's about a guy and his girl riding the merry go round together. And it breaks, so he gets to spend a little extra time with her in the dark. Oh. Yeah. So he's like, 
you know, I had, you know, got out of that pickle and all for a nickel was the merry-go-round broke down. <laughs> I love the ghosts. <laughs> So they're dying. Yes, they are, they're not like dead, dead, like they're dead. I'm sure we're taking falls. I'm bouncing off the walls. Without that gun and had some. They only have a couple more to go. They've got the sergeant and the crazy guy to kill. This does. Oh, there he goes. Save his hat. <laughs> You guys have all seen Coco, right? Yes. When, when what's his name? When that old guy dies in the movie, you know, and is, he gets forgotten. I kept really wanting, uh, what's his name, Miguel, to take his hat. Oh. Yeah. I'm sitting there watching the movie. I'm like, take that hat. Huh. Take that hat. Well, it seems pretty clear all the bad guys are out of the way. They just gotta stop this machine. as the voice of the same sword in the credits. Oh, that's cool. He had passed away. No, no, no. No, he was... Not for another ten years, yeah. He was still still performing at this time. No, Sinatra? Yes. I thought he was always dead. Wow. (laughs) Always dead. Yeah, always dead. (laughs) Just a ghost that sang. Exactly. Nope. Don't move. That's where I can see... Garrick and Chief O'Brien playing a, a hunting death match here in the warehouse while this is going on. Actually, that would have been an amazing movie several years ago. Just get those actors to play the most dangerous game. Oh, yeah. Bashir is the owner of the island, and O'Brien is the Nazi who brings death to hunt him. Box of Holes. Yeah. Oh, he got up in a kind of weird way. Wait, how do you get in front of the... It switched directions. I guess. Oh, there we go. His hand is covered in glue. You don't ever feel like Jessica and Roger aren't really there. That's what they did such a good job of this. They're like actual people that are there that are in. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, this guy. This really bo- this bothered me as a kid. Oh, it's so creepy. Yeah. Can you just imagine that happening to you? Hi. Oh. Only it'd be way more graphic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I would imagine the, the your blood pressure spiking before it just burst out of your head. Very Tim Burton-esque right yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Do you think this uh, stop action? Yeah. He's a Lame brain freeway idea could only be cooked up by a toad. Not just any Well, now that the glue has served the one specific purpose that was had for it, it does not stick anymore. Right. That's yeah. so creepy. I remember that creeped me out so much. <laughs> Yeah, they totally animated white teeth on top of his no- normal teeth. And I never realized until years later that his eyes were supposed to be daggers. I thought they were corn for some reason. <laughs> oh. <laughs> These poor guys. It's like having your brain sliced out by a gold brick. You wonder what kind of a character he initially was that could just change his body into all of these it, crazy shapes. You know, you, you got something there. I'm almost thinking like a precursor to Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Uh, He's just, he has all these things, all these skills. But gadgets, gadgets don't really ever work correctly. Right. Oh, those eyes. Do it! This this really makes me want to go watch Cool World again. Ah, uh, you'll be disappointed after this. Yeah? Yeah. There you go. Getting a cold shower. Right in the face. Wizard of Oz, yeah. Death of the Witch. I love how they just drop him through a trapdoor. It's pretty good. Well, if she'd melted like that in the Wizard of Oz, it would have been terrifying. I remember being really bothered that everything was just wet with this substance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that in a minute, so this breaks through, and all the characters just come into the warehouse to check out what's going on. Like they didn't know any difference. Yeah, it's like, don't walk on that. Yeah. You're gonna die. Every scene on that train is a murder. Huh. 
every scene? Yeah, every window in that train is a murder scene. How do you mean? That, that they're just stills of people being killed. Are you kidding me? No. What? Yeah. I'll well, see why he watches the dip away, just the animators. There's so many Easter eggs in this. This was right before, you know, you could get a good VCR where you could pause on a single frame. I think Laserdisc was just about to come out too, and that was the big appeal was Roger Rabbit on Laserdisc because you could peek in all these Easter eggs. And there's so many Easter eggs in this that we either didn't mention or just missed. And this is what's probably the most Easter eggy movie that had ever come out up to this point. Yeah, we missed a lot of them. And here comes the real cops. <laughs> Peter from Peter and the Wolf is one of the first three. Yeah. Little Bird's name is Sasha, by the way. Yeah. And this is the rope from the safe that was dropped on Acme. I think your lab boy find that paints a perfect match. Judge Doom killed Marvin Act and off came a rope. And my brother. What I call one seriously disturbed too. I love it in movies where you just give a quick two minute testimonial and everything is okay. Hey, look, there's one of the uh, uh, the three Cabarero guys. Yeah. That goof squirted me with something the other night. Why is coming out now? I don't know. Is your answer ready? Acme disappearing, reappearing, boy, that Acme, you flatter genius! Applesauce! If he was such a genius, why didn't he leave his will where we could find it? Without it, we're just waiting for another development. Woody Woodpecker was there, I think that will. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody that wanted it's dead, other than the tunes. <laughs> Brer Bear, Clarabelle Cow, Goofy. Whoa, that looked like one of the bunny bears in the background. Yeah. Oh, did they answer my question from a while ago that they did her modern remake? I'd love to see G.I. Joe in her. Yeah. In Cobra. Fighting over Toontown. Don't tell me you lost your sense of humor already. Yep. Does this answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. Come on, Roger, let's go here. I think they are carrot cake. Euphemism. <laughs> mm. Carrot cake. Hey, there's a unicorn. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. No. Alright. This is Cattle Call. A Bad Pete, Boris Horse Collar. 
<laughs> and of course, Disney was like, not going to get away with that ending. Put Tinkerbell in there. And up to this point, these are the longest, this is the longest credit sequence ever done. Huh. In a movie? Yep. Wow. To the only animation. Starring Bob Hoskins, Christopher, Christopher Lord. Lord, he's our man. Based on the book Who Framed, Who Censored Roger Rabbit by Gary K. Wolf, which I wow. have read, and it is not a good book. He's a weird writer, Gary K. Wolf. He wrote a bunch of sequels to that book. Richard Williams, director of animation. Roger Kane sounds familiar. Starring Charles Fleischer as the voice of Roger Rabbit. Stubby K! Stubby K? Joanna Cassidy as Dolores. Look at Alan Silvestri changes the So the, the only Star Trek connection we have here is Christopher Lloyd. Yep. Hmm. And he was the Klingon commander in uh, the Search for Spock. No. Yes. Yeah. In Search for Spock, that's right. Yeah, he killed Kirk's son. And I don't know if he got a credit for the voyage home because they replayed the footage. Oh, that's Marvin Acme with Stubby Ah, uh, okay. Charles Fleischer is voice of any cab. Ooh, kid Joel number Silver. three! Forensic number two, mailman! Let's see if I write my name of these names. Ed Hurley. Um, oh, they had a Teddy Valiant credit. That's cool. Daffy Duck, Mel Blanc. Yes, Donald ass. Duck, Tony Anselmo, still doing the voice of Donald smart Duck. Smart ass. Psycho. So I was Easy. Yeah. Tweety Bird, Bugs Bunny, Mel Blanc. Bullet One, Pat Buttram, Jim Cummings, Jim Gallon. Frank Sinatra. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sylvester. Peter Diamond. So I was wrong. It was not Clarence Nash doing Donald. It was Tony Anselmo. UK production. Huh. Wonder what in the UK they needed. That's probably all soundstage. Yeah. Well, Disney had a pretty big soundstage in the UK. So what do we all think of the movie? Uh, you know, I liked it more when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. I like it more every time I see it. It was cute. But, uh, cartoon bullets, those are fun. Yes. I enjoyed that. No, like you said, a lot of double entendre. It, it reminded me of where movies like Shrek kind of got its double entendre comfort from. Well, you think you could teach a kid to watch a noir movie by showing them this? Because, yeah. you know, film noir kind of has its own language, and this is kind of a parody of that. And I never liked, as a kid, there were all sorts of things that did parodies of film noir. And this is the funniest and most accessible one to me. I remember Captain Kangaroo did a thing about a diner where he played a, de a detective, and I always hated those. Ah. What do you think, Dad? Well, I liked it. I, second time around, I'm sure the lot I still miss, you know? Even though it was good to have, again, more people around to throw in what they saw, because I didn't see a, a lot of that stuff the first time through. I almost want to go back, watch it another a second time, and look for those Easter eggs. Yeah. That's, uh, I kind of wish I had taken the time to, to research those. When uh, Eddie goes into the bathroom with no floor, it says on the wall, for a good time, call Alice in Wonderland. The <laughs> best is yet to be. Yeah. 
guy, Peter Maddox. So, so that's a man. So Jam, this is the first time you've seen it since you're a little kid. Yeah, and I, watching it now, I'm surprised that I wasn't more bothered by it when I was huh. a kid because of all of the, you know, just the the blatant sexuality and all of the violence that I I know that that would have bothered me more as a kid, huh. but maybe I just didn't pay that much attention it's, to it, or maybe it just edgy. went over my head. Yeah. Or they made light of it because there are cartoon characters doing it rather maybe. than real people. I actually fell asleep for like 20 minutes. So. <laughs> well, I only did it for five, though. <laughs> well, unlike Willow, I was able to stay awake for all of this one. Well, but you really like this one, too. Yeah. I mean, you want yeah. Yeah, your favorite, so. Well, I would have to say thanks for participating in yet another series of episodes that we like to call Shore Leave. Here on uh, the Two True Freaks Network. Yeah. Uh, be sure to check, up, check out uh, many of our episodes in Season 1. It's a watch-along series. You can find us at Next Generation's First Generation or Next Gen First Gen. We're on Facebook. Uh, iTunes is Next, Gen- Next Generation's First Generation. And we're glad that you could make it with us. Uh, what's our next movie coming up? I think the next one that we're recording is Alien Nation. Ooh. Which that I still haven't ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. bought it. I bought it for this commentary series, so it's sitting on my shelf ready to watch. Um, these will come out month by month for you guys, but in real time, it's going to be another two months before we get together to record. So, mm-hmm. Plenty of time to watch. Um, yeah, check out. Um, but if you're here on Two True Freaks, you can listen to uh, Paul Spataro's movie commentary show. Is it Jaws? which uh, hopefully doing this will uh, get me and Sasha invited on at some point. <laughs> oh, here's who owns all the characters. Oh, yes. Daffy Ducky, Zebedee Sand, Tweety Bird, Bugs Bunny, Sylvester, Porky Pie. I didn't realize that Woody Woodpecker was that old. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even see him in there. I heard him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was Heckle and Jekyll in there? No. Okay, well, I think this is time to say see you later. See you later. See you later. And have a wonderful day. So you're the guest. So Sasha, what's a Star Trek? Hi, I'm the guest. Sasha, what is Star Trek? We're on shore leave between season one and season two, and there's a lot coming on down the line. Seek us out at Next Generation's First Generation, at iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. Music credits include Electric Car by Pottington Bear, Broke for Free, As Colorful as Ever. Music heard in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org. Audio Engineering by Sasha Shouties. Chief Meme Maker and episode cover credit goes to Matthew Kirshner. Logo and graphic art design credit goes to David Clawwitter. And special thanks to Patrick Delmore for working with other podcasts to make sure the good work gets out. Do you have a podcast that you think people should be listening to? Send us your promos and we'll play them on the show.
If you'd like to email the show, you can email us at nextgenfirstgenpod at gmail.com. I've been Patrick Delmore. And this is Sasha Shouties. Thank you very much for listening, and have a wonderful day. Good night.